Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Hello. Hello and welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Katrina Fava. Thanks for being here. I'm so excited to play with you guys this morning here live on the Inspired Choices Network. So, who am I? What is Messy Adventures in Living? Have you been here before? Is this your first time? What would you like to know about me and Messy Adventures in Living? Well, Messy Adventures in Living uh, is a place where you get invited to get messy with your life. And, uh, well, what does that mean? Messy, you might say. Isn't messy bad? <laughs> um, what if messy was not bad? What if nothing was bad? What if uh, everything was just interesting? Okay, so let's get messy. What does that mean? Um, you know, how long have you, how many years have you spent trying to get everything straight, trying to get everything right, trying to get everything perfect, trying to be normal, <laughs> which is what we're talking about today? And how much fun has that been? And um, has it been working for you? So um, you it might be working for you. You might like being uh, have everything lined up straight and perfect before you start. And that way you make sure you get everything right. Um, and that's great. And, you know, I would challenge you to ask yourself, what kind of life has that created? Has it created a life of adventure, a life of joy, a life of fun? Has it created the life you you uh, used to know was possible when you were younger? Has it created the life of your dreams? Um, has living a straight, lined up, perfect, safe, don't make a mistake life, has it had you living the life of your dreams? And if it hasn't, then you are in a great place right now. You're on Messy Adventures in Living where you're going to get invited to get messy with your life and see if that creates something different, something greater for you, something more fun, possibly even the life of your dreams, the life you've always known is possible. So that's what you're going to get here over the next hour and or several hours if you continue to listen to all of my shows in the archives. Uh, I'm Petrina. I... Uh, Here's how I, I show up. Here's a whole bunch of ways that I show up in the world. So I'm a mom of three great kids. And I'm also a registered nurse in Toronto. I work at a great place called the Hospital for Sick Children. Um, actually, no, it's now called Sick Kids. And um, and I, uh, I spend my days with uh, kids and families who have in their environment are being faced with Things that, um, well, we'll say that this reality calls horrible diseases, and um, but the, I don't really look at it like that. I look at it as a place where I am surrounded by incredible amounts of inspiration, and I get to play with kids, um, and I get to receive from them. I get to receive inspiration and amazing new uh, awarenesses by watching them and watch how they be uh, in the world and with their uh, environment. So I'm so grateful for that. 
And I am also an Access Consciousness Bars and Body Process Facilitator. So um, many years ago, I discovered a modality called Access Consciousness that has been um, just a fun way for me to play with uh, these tools in my life. It offers a set of tools that you can use to change anything that's going on in your life that you would like to choose or uh, that you would like to change. Or if your life is already awesome, you can use these tools to create something even greater. Uh, They're very weird, and um, that's probably why I like them. (laughs) and they're interesting and they're fun and they're not uh, normal, that's for sure. So I teach something called the access bars, which is a hands-on body process where some points are touched on the head and the idea is that uh, your limitations are stored in these uh, in these points and um, by touching them, it's kind of like hitting delete on your computer. You can allow the limitation energetically to just come off. Um, it's pretty uh, amazing. It's quite simple, too simple, some people think, but it is actually extremely effective and very quick and very easy. Um, so I teach that and... Um, what else do I do? So um, I'm an author. I've written chapters. I've contributed chapters in three different books. One of them is called Creations, Conscious Fertility, Conception, Pregnancy, and Birth, uh, My Baby, that I uh, wrote about my uh, experience with um, having a miscarriage and subsequently actually discovering the tools of access very soon after and getting in touch with my body and um beginning to communicate with my body and ask it questions about what it requires and come out of hating my body and really feeling betrayed by my body and the journey that that was. I love that, this this chapter. Um, the other book that I have written is called Possibilities in Parenting. And uh, my chapter in that book is called Toolbox for Bullied Kids. I love it as well. And The Power of Releasing Judgment is another book that I have contributed a chapter in um, where I wrote a chapter called uh, Dear Judgment, We're Breaking Up. So that's me. Oh, I also let me tell you about my line of uh, body products, Naturally Happy Body, 100% natural body products. I love to create those right here in my home, in my kitchen. And um, you can find everything about me at patrinafava.com or naturallyhappybody.com. All right, so let's get to the show, shall we? What are we talking about today? So today's title is called Losing Normal. We're talking about being normal, losing normal, what does it mean to be normal? Um, would you, are you tired of trying to be normal or do you like being normal? Um, how many years of your life have you spent trying to be normal? More at least trying to appear normal to your friends and your family and your coworkers and the world. How many parts and pieces of you have you cut off in an attempt to avoid being judged as strange, weird, or different. You know, bending and folding yourself into something that you're not hurts. It hurts your being, and it actually hurts your body too. So those people whose judgments you are trying to avoid, are they worth it? Trying to fit in is really exhausting. And besides that, it's mean. Because the world needs you. Normal doesn't change the world. Normal perpetuates more of the same. And you, being your weird, abnormal self, is a gift. Being a jerk and give us your weirdness already. All right, so let's dive into this. So I would like to ask you, first off, why are you here? What do you know about this? What would you like to know more about with this? 
what does this bring up for you? Um, what is getting created in your world when you're trying to be normal? What does this bring up for you? Okay, so I want to start off by saying that this show is not about rejecting normal. It's not about, um, you know, resisting being normal. You know, if you're listening and you like being normal and you're wondering why would I ever change this, um, if you're happy being normal and you like being normal and it's comfortable to be normal and you have no desire to be weird or strange or change anything in your world, then that's fine. I'm not judging you and we're not judging normal um, you know, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of quotes and a lot of memes flowing around the internet about normal and how normal is boring, and how um, normal is stupid and all of that. And we're not we're not that's not the point of this show. Um, and because actually, what I know is that anything that you resist persists. Anything you reject, you're in your life. It's almost like because in order to do the opposite opposite of that, we have to take on that thing that we are trying not to be, right? So the more you're trying hard not to be something or the more you reject something, in order to be that opposite thing that we want to be, we have to understand it. And so we end up being more of it. Do you get that? Um, so let's say you are really, you don't want to be like your mother and, um, you resist so much being like your mother. You, in order to know how to not be like your mother, you actually need to become your mother. (laughs) So, you know, Let's not resist and react to normal. Let's not reject normal. Let's not judge normal because consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. And one of the great tools of access is um, seeing everything as just an interesting point of view. If, If there was no right or wrong and you looked at everything as just interesting, then how much more ease could you have in choosing what works for you when you don't have to judge something as right or wrong? Do you get that? So let's, as you listen to this show, interesting point of view, I have this point of view. That is a tool that you can use. Everything I say, just an interesting point of view. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to react to it. You don't have to resist it. You can just go, hmm, that's interesting. It's an amazing tool. It works for all areas of your life. And you can use it over the next hour while you're listening to me talk. (laughs) So everything is just interesting, including normal. So um, everywhere you've rejected being normal, how, how much have you rejected being normal, resisted being normal? Have you ever been called normal or average and resisted it? Um, And so everywhere you have resisted being normal and rejected being normal and told yourself you would never be normal and fought normal and therefore locked normal into your being and into your body even more, will you drop it, destroy and uncreate everywhere you bought all of that, everywhere you lock that into your being, everywhere you lock that into your life? Awesome, right? Not bad. 
Pot and Pock, All Nine Shorts, Boys and Beyond. So if you've never heard that before, that's called the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. Um, it is a collection of words that does have an extensive meaning or explanation, not really meaning. Um, and I'm not going to tell you what that is. <laughs> You're going to go to theclearingstatement.com if you would like to know more about that. Um, and all you need to know is that it is not cognitive. It works on the energetic level to clear all of the limitation that's held um, about whatever it is that we just we just said. So I'll ask you to just join and create something. You can say yes, you can say no, you don't have to say anything. And then the clearing statement helps to just wipe it right out of your reality energetically. Okay? So let's do it again. Everywhere you're resisting being normal, everywhere you've made normal wrong, everywhere you've turned you're knowing that you are beyond what most people are. Everywhere you've turned your awareness of your greatness into resistance of normal, therefore locking in more normal and causing yourself a hell of a lot of frustration, will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, online, choice, boys and beyond. Not that I've ever done that. Well, what would make you say that? <laughs> okay. So, so what does normal mean to you? What does normal mean to you? So I went to, guess, can you guess? The online etymology dictionary. And I looked up normal. So etymology is the study of the original meaning of words, the origin of words. And so often if you go and you look at words and how they were originally intended, it can be quite fascinating to see how we've changed the meaning of these words or we've twisted them but also sometimes it really can show you why certain words are so energetically charged for you. Um, the first word that I ever looked up on this dictionary was nice. And it's really funny because every time I open it, um, every time I open this link, it defaults, like my search defaults to the word nice. And it was the first word I ever searched on there um, because I always hated being called nice from when I was very young. And I resisted being being told that I was nice and I hated being nice and I was always trying so hard not, well, yeah, whatever, not be nice. I didn't like nice. I did not like being called nice. And so when I um, when I searched it on the online etymology dictionary, right, which tells you the original meaning of words, the first thing that you see there is a foolish person. <laughs> so then I was like, oh my God, no wonder I have such energy on this word. You know, the original, the origin of the word nice, it means foolish. So it was great. And I mean, that's it. I, you don't have to take it any further than that. But at least now I know why I'm resisting it so much. And, you know, anyways, it's on, words are amazing. I like them. I think they're fun. So the point of this is that I'm going to tell you that I looked up normal and found some very cool things. And um, I actually am going to go to break. And then I will leave you hanging, right? I'm gonna go to we're gonna go to break. And when we come back, I will tell you what I found when I looked up the word normal on etymology online. And we're gonna see what the original, what the origin of this word is, and how we've kind of twisted our understanding of this word and maybe caused some confusion and frustration in our own life. Okay, guys, so you're listening to Messy Adventures in Living right here on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Petrina Fava. We're talking about losing normal today. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. 
Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 In Canada, 613-800-8736 Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Today, we are talking about losing normal. Ha! Are you ready? Would you like to lose your normal, or do you like it? Do you want to keep it? You can. It's not wrong. And that's what we were just talking about before we went to break, I think it's really easy to look at a topic and look at something that we're doing and, you know, we realize that there's something else that's greater that's possible and so we we sometimes, I guess, we think that in order to choose it, we have to make that other thing wrong. You know, I've noticed that this is something that um, that I have been doing and that we have been doing. It's like we look at this limitation that we're choosing and then um, in order to choose something else, or, I don't know, we just, it's not even in order to choose something else, but we just make that thing that we've been choosing it until now wrong. And then we swing the other way. You know, it's like we have to make something wrong in order to choose something greater. And that's not true. You don't have to make it wrong to choose something greater. Um, and making it wrong actually causes more crap, creates more crap in your life because now you're resisting that other thing, that other opposite thing. And it, whatever you resist persists, it creates it greater in your life because you have to know it, you have to understand it. You've made it so that you have to understand it in order to choose that other thing. And you actually don't, you can just choose. You can just choose greater. And, you know, if you've been choosing something that has been limiting you for all of your life, would you be willing to see it as the gift that it is? And 
you know, what if that's what it was going to take to get you here? And if you reject it and you resist it and you hate it and you push it away, um, are you able to fully receive the gift that it's been in your life? Like, would you be willing to look at all the junk that you've been choosing over your life and not make it wrong and actually be grateful for it? So, you know, if you know that there's something more for you beyond trying to fit in and being beyond being normal, you know, would you be willing to allow yourself to be normal sometimes when you need to be? And would you be willing to look at all of the years you spent being normal and give yourself, you know, cut yourself some slack and have some allowance for what you chose? Because what if everything about it was exactly what needed to occur to get you here? So we are not going to hate normal <laughs> over the next hour, okay? We are going to look at normal and we're going to go, yeah, I really am not interested in choosing that anymore, uh, if if that's what you would like. Uh, I know that I have something greater to contribute to the world besides being normal and trying to fit in, and I would like to choose something else. That's it. We don't have to resist and react and judge normal. Okay, so... Before we went to break, uh, I was talking about, what was I talking about? Online etymology dictionary, and I looked up the word normal, and this is what I found. So from the 1500s, normal meant typical or common. Some energy on the word common for me. I don't know about you. Uh, standing at a right angle. So lots of, like, mathematical references. So normal meant standing at a right angle. And get this one. In conformity with rule. In conformity with rule, conforming to common standards, usual, a usual state or condition. So, uh, oh, and also, again, with the mathematical references, made according to a carpenter's square. So I'm not going to pretend like I know yeah, <laughs> what a carpenter's square is, but I think what it is is, um, you know, like a, a block with, with right angles that I guess carpenters use to make sure that all of the corners are equal, right, that every corner is exactly the same. So that's interesting, right? Normal is a carpenter's square. Uh, a tool that's used to make sure that every corner, every piece, everything is exactly the same and there's no variation so that you can create a piece of furniture that is exactly perfect and is exact. each corner is the same. Okay, so typical, common, standing at a right angle. So as I'm reading, be aware of energy, okay? Remember, this is really not just about the words and it's not cognitive. Be aware of what's happening in your body, what's showing up in your body. What are your thoughts? What comes up for you when I read these words? Typical, common, common. Standing at a right angle, made according to a carpenter's square. In conformity with rule, conforming to common standards, usual, a usual state or condition. So common, what's that? There's, I, there's energy on that word for me common. Common has some energy of like lower class, does it? Um, lower class, common. So I think part of that is the, my resistance to normal, to being normal. Um, it's like, don't call me common because I'm not common. And I remember when I was a kid and I, I, when I was very young, like maybe, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 
I I was excelling a lot in school. I knew I was different. Uh, I was picking up languages very very quickly, faster than a lot of my classmates, um, and and I was getting you know high marks in in a lot of my a lot of my studies. And I remember when that changed, and I wasn't at the top of my class anymore, and I started to become average. <laughs> and a teacher called me average, and I just wanted to stab her in the face. Because <laughs> I was like, don't you call me, tell me I'm average, because I know that I'm not. And that might sound um, very arrogant to some, and it might sound conceited, and, you know, that's cool, and what if it's not? The thing is, I know, I have always known that there's something about me that's unique. There's something about me that's amazing. And there's there's qualities and talents and abilities that I have that no one else has. And I don't need to make other people less than me and I don't need to make other people wrong to know that. But we're often taught not to be like that, right? Don't be conceited. Oh my God, what do you mean you, you're special? You're You're not normal. Wow, what a snob you are to go around saying you're not normal. You're not average. Well, excuse me. And everything that is, everything that's bringing up for you, will you destroy and create all that? <laughs> right, wrong, good, and bad, bottom, bunk, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. Wow, I wasn't really expecting to go in this direction. Um, there's so much energy on resisting normal. And what is that creating in your life? How much we're resisting being normal. You don't have to resist normal to know that you are amazing to know that you are, uh, you have talents and that you're creative and that you know things that other people don't know. So everywhere you've been made wrong, how much were you made wrong for knowing that you were not normal? <laughs> how much were you made wrong for knowing you were not normal and for saying it and for being it, not even having to say it? How much were you being your not normal self? And other people saw that and went, wow, who does she think she is? And how much did you shrink yourself in reaction to them? And everything that is and everywhere you're still doing that, would you like to stop that now? Would you like to destroy and uncreate it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Yeah, are we afraid that we're normal? Thank you, Keisha, in, in the chat room. If, by the way, you're listening and you would like to hop into our online chat room, it's super fun. You can just click on the link at the top of the page that says chat room and pop in a name and come and play with us in here. Uh, are we afraid that we are not normal? Yeah, I mean, I was. Yeah, How, are you afraid? Oh, I'm sorry, are we afraid that we are normal? I was uh, just chatting with a friend of mine over the weekend about talents and capacities. And, um, you know, she was saying that she doesn't think she has any talents and capacities. And and I think that's it. That's, that's the energy of, like, afraid of being normal. What if I, you know, what if I'm not talented like someone else? <clears throat> the thing is, what we're doing the same thing over and over again. We're looking at others and comparing ourselves. Right, it's it's like but going back to this definition, a you you know conforming to common standards usual. So just a second. So if we're conforming to common standards or usual, 
or usual state or condition. It doesn't always just mean looking at, you know, people who are not as talented as us. It also it can also mean looking at people who are creating with their talents and then comparing yourself to them and then thinking that you're not talented or that you don't have capacities because you're not doing it like them, right? It's this use the usual state or condition conforming to common standards. So let's you know, what is your normal? So if you're surrounded by people who are highly creative and who are um, creating like crazy and who are are magnificent creators uh, in a certain way, so let's say they're creating classes or they're creating a business or they're creating, um, you know, um, movies or they're creating uh, buildings and you're looking at them and you're like, this is the usual state or condition and you're looking at them and you're like, I'm not normal. I'm less. So normal is not always about being more and then trying to shrink yourself. Trying to be normal could also be looking at someone who's creating something greater than you and then making yourself less. The point is that we're always looking to the usual standard. Right? So, so you know, what have we decided normal is that it actually isn't? And what have we decided normal isn't? that it actually is, and all of the definitions of normal that are not allowing us to just be who we truly be without comparing ourselves to everyone around us or without comparing to the usual state of condition that's around us. Let's destroy and uncreate all of those definitions. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. This show has taken an interesting turn. Okay, so now let's go to break. You are listening to Messy Adventures in Living on the Inspired Choices Network. We're talking about losing normal today. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? 
You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. Our show today is called Losing Normal, and we're talking all about normal and not being normal and resisting normal and being greater than normal and not so greater than normal and all kinds of interesting things about normal that I wasn't expecting to show up today, so, <laughs> which is awesome because this show is not normal. <laughs> Okay, so um, before we went to break, we were just talking about, um, you know, how often were you made wrong for knowing that you were not normal as a kid? And, you know, were you were you considered to be superior, having a superiority complex or, you know, being arrogant and all of that? And is that one of the reasons that you started to look at trying to be normal? Um, there's so many, you know, what's the value of being normal? What is? What are some of the reasons that we choose to do this, that we choose to fit in? Um, there's so much value in, there has been, I mean, I think things are changing, but there has been a lot of value in being normal. Um, some of it has to do with judgment. Some of it has to do with being liked. Some of it has to do with fitting in, um, you, you being accepted. And what if all of those things are lies? Like this thing about being accepted is such a lie to me. I really get this. Like, um, I keep reading things about specifically about kids with um, labels, so uh, ADD, ADHD, Down syndrome. Like, I keep hearing of uh, this thing that says, you know, all these kids want is to be accepted. Oh my God! I want to scream when I hear that. What if that's not true? Who had? Who did they say that? How do we know that? Since when? Why do we think that all they want is to be accepted? Really? So, like, you know, what happens when these kids hear these things? What happens when we as children hear these ideas, right? Like, you know, kids listen to what's being said around them, and then, you know, they they start to buy these things that are lies. So, you know, if how much did you hear your parents say, like, oh, I get it. You just want to be accepted. You just want to be accepted. You just want to be liked. Of course you do. It's awful when you go to school and people make fun of you. You know, I'm sorry. What can I do to help you fit in? So we like how many of our parents, without, you know, without trying to be jerks, have tried to help us fit in in an attempt to make our world more comfortable. And, yeah, and everything that is. Everything you wanted, everywhere you wanted to validate your parents' reality, everywhere you wanted to let them help you, everywhere you wanted them to be comfortable, so you bent into normal and allowed them to show you how to be normal. And everywhere you bought the lies of all everyone wants is to fit in and be accepted and be normal. Everywhere you bought all of that as true that it's not, would you be willing now to let it go and destroy and uncreate everywhere you lock that into yourself and into your body? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Yeah. And how much are we doing that for those, you know, as parents to kids? 
we, how much do we try to help kids be normal while also telling them to be themselves? And what a mind bleep. <laughs> well, you know, what a, 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 what's a, a conflictual reality that is creating for them. Here, let me help you fit in. Let me buy you the electronics that your kids have, your other, you know, that all the other kids have. Let me buy you the, the name brand clothes. Like, let me do this for you. But by the way, be yourself. And if that's not wrong, it's not wrong because there are, I see where sometimes that can be a contribution. So it's not wrong to do those things. You got to look at, are you creating a conflictual universe with your kids, if you're if you are um, pushing this point of view onto them, so here's an example of this. Actually, when I was a teenager, I changed schools when I was about twelve, and some, you know, there was a big shift in my world when that happened. There was a big change in who I bead. Um, some there was a I made a decision. Uh, that I wasn't as awesome as I thought I was because all of a sudden I saw people around me who were better than me. Who knows what the hell? This is not cognitive, right? Like I know this now. But at that point I made a decision that I was not as great as I thought I was until then. And all of a sudden I became the misfit. And my mom was a single mom and so she... Um, had two jobs and was struggling with money. And so I didn't get name brand shoes and I didn't get name brand clothing. Um, And, you know, and, and my mom was trying to teach me that these things aren't important, that I was more valuable than the clothes that I was wearing and, or that I, who I bead um, was more valuable than the brand of shoes I was wearing. And I'm so grateful for that. And, and, I also know that a pair of Nikes would have would have changed something for me somehow. So, you know, I just I know now that if I had had some Nikes and some name branch clothes, it would not have changed who I who I am. I know that. I know when I look at it that I already knew that. I already knew that the shoes were not defining me. I was beyond that. I was not going to fall into that trap. I knew it already. And a pair of Nikes would have just created some ease for me. And so my point is that I'm not saying that it's wrong to buy your kids name brand clothes um, because you know what? It's nice to have nice clothes. And, you know, what could you teach your kids if you were willing to buy nice, quality, beautiful, luxurious clothing. So I'm not making that wrong, but what I'm saying is, you know, are we going, you know, are there times when we go to the extreme where we're doing all of these things in order to help our kids fit in? Do you get that? See, it's often not about the action itself. It's really about the energy underneath. So you can you can send your kids to school with electronics if you want to. Um, and you know, but what is you have to look at what's the energy behind it? What is what is what is it that you are trying to perpetuate or what that you're trying to teach them or that what is it what's the energy underneath? What are you trying to accomplish? What are you trying to get by doing that? And are you are you feeding um this this I need to fit in 
energy or are you fitting the the conforming energy by making sure that your kids have all the right electronics and all the right clothes so that nobody makes fun of them and so that they're not comfortable uncomfortable in any way and what is that creating right so you know how much are you confusing your kids con- con- creating conflictual universes with them by telling them to be themselves by telling them it's okay to be unique while also doing everything you can to make sure that they're not even a little bit uncomfortable by being um by not fitting in do you know what i'm saying so what else is possible with that like how would you be willing to trust your awareness about what's required in any moment because sometimes what might be required is to buy your kid that pair of nikes because what I've noticed and what I'm learning um, in my own life and with my own kids is that when you push your ideas onto your kids, they resist it dynamically. And I know because I've done it and I'm doing it. <laughs> so, you know, my 12-year-old right now, who is way beyond her years, uh, is just trying really hard to fit in. And I look at her and go, what the hell are you doing? Don't you know you are amazing and magical and way beyond so many other kids in your in your world? Why are you shrinking yourself? But she's not hearing it. And the more I say it and the more I try and show her that, the more walls she's putting up. Sometimes she just needs me to help her fit in or to at least say the words, or to acknowledge how she's feeling, or to have allowance for where she's at there. That's what it is. So, you know, if there are times when I've, if she needs something to do something in order to fit in, I will let her have it, because that's just where she's at right now. And who says that doing that is not going to create something greater? Do you know what I mean? Sometimes that thing that we've decided is not conscious or that thing that we've decided is not a higher way to be or a higher vibration, sometimes that thing is actually just what's required. And would you be willing to just let your kids have it? And would you, or or anyone in your life, or and, and would you be willing to let yourself have it? Like, would you be willing to let yourself make choices that you think are not the most conscious choices? <laughs> you know, would you be willing to allow yourself to want to fit in sometimes? to want to be normal sometimes. Just let yourself have it because choice creates awareness. And when you choose that, you will have awareness. And sometimes, you know, would you be willing to let yourself choose it as long as, for as long as it takes until you're ready to choose something different? So if you're beating yourself up right now about trying to fit in and trying to be normal, would you just back off and would you let yourself try to be normal for as long as you have to until one day you realize it's just it's just not you're just not interested anymore and you're ready to choose something else it doesn't have to be a fight right it doesn't have to be this like war on yourself where you're like i refuse to be normal and i don't care how what everybody thinks and i'm going to be my weird self and today is the first day of my weirdness like it does really doesn't have to be <laughs> it can be like that but it doesn't have to be sometimes you have to choose your a limitation for a long time until you just get tired of it. And one day you just quietly choose something else. 
Would you be willing to let yourself choose that? And everything that doesn't allow that, will you destroy and uncreate it? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and puck, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. Cool. All right. So what else about being normal? So where, where do we try to be normal? Where are all the places you have so tried, you have tried to have a normal life? Um, you know, we do this with bodies. We try to have normal bodies. Um, we try to have normal relationships. We try to have normal jobs. We try to have normal names. <laughs> I don't know why that just popped into my head. Uh, normal names, normal jobs, normal bodies, normal relationships, uh, normal feelings, um, normal desires. How many of your desires have you judged as abnormal? Or how many of your desires have others judged as abnormal? And so you're second-guessing what you desire. You know, how much do you know about what's possible that no one else knows or that no one else has ever known before? And if you're judging it as weird, how much are you shortchanging the world? And, you know, that's where we're going to go after break. How much is your unwillingness to be abnormal holding back the world and would you be willing to be all of you and all the strangeness of you and all the weirdness of you so that you can um, contribute to this world becoming greater. So you're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. We're talking about losing normal. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. 
Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. Thanks for being here. If you're just jumping in, our show today is called Losing Normal. We're talking all about normal, being normal, resisting normal, not wanting to be normal, wanting to be normal, <laughs> all kinds of things about normal that we didn't expect. So, um, so before we went to break, we were talking about kids and us as kids and how, uh, we, you know, often we have uh, this conflictual universe of, you know, we're being told to just be ourselves, but then we're also, um, you know, our parents maybe have tried to make our lives comfortable and done everything they can to help us fit in, and maybe are we doing that to our kids where we're trying to help them fit in while also telling them um, to be themselves. And so, you know, this thing about being yourself and being all of you sometimes, for me anyway, I'll speak for myself, can be very confusing. And I remember growing up thinking, how can I, how do I know who I am? Like, how can I be myself if I don't even know who I am? And the problem is, with that is, from from my point of view anyways, is that we look at definitions and we look at labels and we try to label ourselves. And of course we can't label ourselves because we're undefinable. That's it. Like, you know, what if being you is just that? What if being you is just being undefinable and creating yourself every second? creating yourself different every second. What if that's what being you is? Just being undefined, undefinable, and creating yourself new every second, every 10 seconds. You don't, you know, how much have you tried to create yourself, like create yourself according to a definition? How much have you, yeah, like, ew. I mean, that is so constricting for me and my body. Like, how does that feel for your body? Um, so, so, you know, so you might be asking, well, okay, Katrina, so like, how do I really lose being normal? Like, hello, give me some tools here. So, so that's what I'm going to do. Um, but I wanted to talk about, uh, because at the commercial, we uh, looked at, um, a book called Being You, Changing the World by, uh, Dr. Dane here, who is the co-founder of Access, brilliant man. Um, and there's something in that book about the hundredth monkey phenomenon, I think it's called. Now, let me see if I can speak to it properly. So there, it was like, a, I guess there was like a, a research study or something where monkeys were, a group of a hundred monkeys were placed on uh, different islands, you know, five or six different islands. I don't know. And so um, a food would be dropped like onto the islands from planes or whatever, from the air. And the monkeys would just eat it. They wouldn't clean it. They would just eat it without cleaning it. It was all dirty. It was like muddy, but they didn't care. They would just eat it. And then um, all of a sudden, one monkey just started washing its food. And then the hundred monkeys on that island just started kind of copying them, I guess, and started doing it. And then they noticed that the monkeys on the other island started doing it as well. And, you know, would you be willing to be that monkey? Like, you know, would you be willing to be that one that's not normal, that's not fitting in, that's not conforming to the usual standards? And I mean, obviously with the monkeys, this is very energetic. Nobody's talking about this on the island of monkeys. You know, would you be willing to be that monkey? Here's some questions you can ask to uh, start looking at dropping uh, normal. You know, would you, would you be willing to be judged? The willingness to be judged um, is huge. You know, if you could lower your barriers and receive judgment, how much more of your abnormal, your weirdness, your strangeness, your difference could you be if you were more willing to be judged? 
you know, would you be willing to be wrong? Um, often we're so afraid of being wrong. We want to be right. We don't want to be seen as stupid. We don't want to be seen as naive. We don't want to be that one that everybody says, oh, look, she bought into that bullshit. And now look at her. She she was made a fool. So would you be willing to be made a fool in the eyes of others if it means knowing what you know? Look at the Wright brothers. Um, look at like, how many people do we know who are considered to be fools Mozart, um, and they were geniuses, and they created amazing, amazing, amazing things. The Wright brothers is always the forefront of my mind. Everyone thought they were completely nuts to think that they could fly, and look at how they totally changed the world. Um, you know, there's always a point when something seems impossible until somebody does it, until somebody, someone knows that it's not. So would you be willing to be wrong? You know, would you be willing to not be liked by anyone? Would you be willing to never be validated by anyone else except yourself? You know, it's not easy, but there might not be one single person who validates you, who agrees with you, who sees what you see. Not even one. There might not be not even one single person who knows what you know, who sees what you see. Would you be willing to to have your own back, would you be able to, would you be willing to know, hang on to what you know and never doubt it? Because just because no one sees what you see, it doesn't mean that what you see is not real. Would you be willing to have your own back, to know what you know? And would you be willing to never deny what you know, never drop what you know, never, yeah, never drop what you know because it's not validated? Validation is not everything. Not everyone sees what you see. Or knows what you know? Would you be willing to be totally undefined? You know, you can often, if you are feeling confused, if you're not sure what's going on, you can ask yourself, who am I being? Who am I being right now? If I was being me, what would I choose? If I was being me, what would I choose? And you have to get that, like, when you change something for you, you never have to tell anybody. You never have to promote change to anyone. When you change something in your world, it gets changed in someone else's world. Because when they're with you, when they're in your presence, they can't find that thing. And that space that you're being, that space of possibility, they can't deny it anymore because it's in their face. So would you be willing to be the change? that this world requires, normal or not. So thank you for being here, you guys. Uh, thank you for listening to Messy Adventures in Living. We will see each other Thanks again. for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Katrina Fava will return next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. We'd love to have you join us again. Until next time, have fun creating your phenomenal life. Mess and all.